All right. Welcome, 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 everybody. Um, welcome. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. I know it's been a minute, right? Um, welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday, or usually Monday through Wednesday, live broadcast where I teach, um, business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're a regular viewer of the show, you know that I've been out for a little while. I was home getting, you know, refilled with love and food and all that good stuff. Um, but yes, um, if you're watch, if you're a first time watcher though, and you're like, who's this lady? Um, I'm Natalie Pierre Lewis. I am the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business formation, uh, you know, biz- stuff together. Things like making sure you have your articles of incorporation. You got your EIN numbers, your DUNS numbers. So, you know, you can get those business contracts with big box stores, getting you contract templates. So your clients don't leave you holding the bag, um, brand protection strategy. So people don't steal your business ideas and Hey Smith legal solutions. Oh, Hey. Okay. All right. I gotta, okay. I gotta announce your thing. Um, and hiring and training strategies. Uh, so you don't get sued for discrimination. All right. So these are all the things that I help you do. If you're wondering, thanks doll. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of these things, I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support, and most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have good business ideas, amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know, all right? Um, There's no way around it. So that is why I am here, all right? So if you are in the startup phase of your business or if you've been in business for a little bit, but you need to, you know, really buckle down and get your stuff together, um, I want to help you, okay? Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Book yourself a free 15-minute consultation, okay? If you're not a first-time client, you can always do Talk to Me Tuesday where you get 25 minutes for $25. Um, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. Cause I have tons of these videos, right? There's, and I broadcast a lot usually. Okay. Not maybe the last couple weeks, but give me a break. Um, but, uh, you know, nobody's been able to, to make every single episode, so you can catch up on the episodes there if you can't make it live. Um, what else? Uh, my digital products are available at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. So maybe you're not ready for a one-on-one with me, but I have a lot of eBooks and video trainings that help you with different aspects of business formation. Okay. So go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm to keep up with me. Linktree, and last but not least, Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is where you can get your lovely mugs. Hello. Your t-shirts. Hello. All right. The t-shirts come in black, white, and navy blue. You know you want some. Um, high quality material. Thank you, Smith Legal Solutions. Oh, y'all, before I forget, my girl, Smith Legal Solutions, she is going to be speaking at Accelerate 180. It is a very, like, it's a business conference. I went to it last year. I don't know if you guys remember me posting at it, but Smith Legal Solutions is going to be a panelist at Accelerate 180. Y'all know I've, I've been down with King Ashley Ann for the longest, and Smith Legal Solutions is going to be at, um, you know, um, speaking at her conference. So if you can make it to Arkansas, um, you know, check it out. They also have virtual tickets, but check out my girl Smith Legal Solutions, okay? She's going to be doing her thing on stage at Accelerate 180, okay? But, um, okay, so we've gotten past the business part. Let's get to why you guys are here. I know it's been a while, so maybe I need to refresh your memories, all right? Um, so here's how the show works. I pull stories from the news. You're welcome, doll. Stories from blog sites, stories that you guys sent to me. Actually, a lot of the stories that I have tonight are from stories that you guys sent to me over the last few days, because, you know, I've been MIA, but, you know, we bake, we bake. 
okay? <laughs> uh, and we take these stories and we um, find the lessons that we can learn as business owners and entrepreneurs and we dissect the facts, okay? So this is the time for you to get involved in the conversation. Please, um, you know, it's it's much more fun when we are when we do this together. Nobody likes to be, you know, talked at for, for an hour. And I'm going to be on here till, till 9 o'clock tonight. I'm making up a little bit for lost time. So, you know... Tap in with me, engage with me, because that just makes it more exciting and fun, okay? All right. Okay, so um, we have a full docket of stories tonight, and then as well, um, whenever we finish with the stories, I will go into Q&A for business formation questions. So if you have questions, please do not um, hesitate to ask them, okay? All right, so we are going to get started right now. Okay. Has anybody here heard of the online education program called Coursera? C-O-U-R-S-E-R-A. I asked this in my stories a couple of hours ago. Only about, I want to say 30 to 40% of you knew what Coursera was. If you know what Coursera is, please give me the books emoji in the comments, okay? For those of you that don't know... Coursera is um, an online platform where you can basically uh, take college courses from universities, accredited universities all around the world for free. Um, They have them on hundreds, hundreds of topics. um, And these are legitimate college courses. I actually had a friend of mine. Yes. um, Well, C-O-U. Hey, Canada Cape Cod. C-O-U. R-S-E-R-A, yes. I had a friend of mine, she took, um, she was able to take a couple of courses on Coursera and was able to use them to help her get into, um, what's that thing called? Grad school. So Coursera is not, you know, just like some, some joke, right? Hello, Zeph Wellness. Coursera is, is a very credible educational platform that allows you to access college level courses, university courses. Yes, Coursera, um, university courses for the free. Okay. Um, now Coursera, um, they, they've been around for a while, but, uh, but, and they've been doing the online education thing for a while. Right. But we all know we are in the cage of the, the, the cage, the age of Corona. We are in the age of COVID Miss Rona. She is, you know, doing her thing, strolling down the street, uh, you know, tapping everybody on the shoulder. Right. So people are looking for alternatives to going back to um, the, the regular classroom, even with K through 12, right? How many of y'all are um, have kids who are going back into school? If, you're, if you have kids who are going back into school, like in person, give me some type of child emoji. Um, and if your child is going to be um, learning from home again this year, give me a computer emoji, okay? So, we all know that, uh, you know, some, some parents are excited to get their kids back in school. Some are scared because we know the COVID rates are right, are, are, are going up, right? So there is a, a growing market for virtual schools. And there is, um, a platform that has been created, uh, that, and, um, they are calling themselves Classera. Um, thank you, Just T. Uh, Classera, C-L-A-S-S-E-R-A, right? And Classera, what they do is they create personalized, um, personalized learning protocols um, for kindergarten through 12th grade. Zephyrina said, Zephyrina has a child going, hold on, Just T is going back as a, you're a teacher? Ooh, girl, prayers up. Hey, 76 Grimke. Um, Zephyrina said he learns on site one day a week and online the rest. Okay. All right. So he's doing a hybrid situation. All right. So we've got Classera. Classera, what they do is they basically create virtual, um, schools online between K through 12. Um, okay. And of course there's a growing interest because a lot of parents are afraid to send their kids to school and school systems are looking for, you know, other alternatives when they have these hybrid situations or if they're going completely virtual. So Classera, they're trying to, what they're trying to do for, for, um, what you call that for I guess you call it primary school. They're trying to do for the, for primary schools what Coursera does for university courses. 
Um, Justy said, I don't want to go looking for virtual work now. Girl, do there, there are teachers, um, who are making bank doing private tutoring, like small groups, like five, six kids. They contract with parents and they just do small and they're making bank. Okay. Um, but yes, so class Sarah, they're out here. They're like, Hey, we, you know, we want to help you create your virtual schools for K through 12. And in that endeavor, they are trying to trademark their name class Sarah and Coursera is like, no girl, we're already out here. We are already an educational platform that is online where you can access educational courses. So they are opposing class Sarah's trademark application for their name. So I want to know from you guys, um, do you think Coursera, are they, are they just defending their name or are they doing a little bit too much? Okay. Coursera, they focus in, um, graduate and, and collegiate university classes. Coursera focuses on university classes. Classera focuses on K through 12, right? So is there room in the educational space for, uh, Coursera and Classera to exist, you know, in, in the same realm, basically, because they're both online educational platforms. Is there a possibility of confusion between Coursera and Classera? I want to know what you guys think about that. What do y'all think? Zephyrina said there's no room for both. Is Smith Legal Solutions still on here? I want to get her expert, her expertise trademark minds. Um, uh, 76 Grim K said, I think it's close, but Class Era should prevail. You really, you think Class Era should win? Okay, this is one of the few times, 76 Grim K, where we might be on opposite sides of, of the fence, but that's okay. I still love you. Listen, y'all, even when I was slacking, 76 Grim K was sending me stories. She was like, so what you will not do is not be kept up on these stories. My inbox was full, okay? Um, uh, Just T said, of course, that's like saying PG County opened up a school and NYC wants to do it too. Right, okay. Um, Just T said, yes, I do. Class, class era should win. Okay, so Just T, as an educator, she thinks that there is room for Coursera and Classera, okay? Does, um, so we've got 76 Grimke and Just T, these two, th- them two, they're, they say, Classera, go on ahead. Me, I'm more like, you already got Coursera. I don't know exactly if that's really going to jive with me. Um, Nessie Time said, there is room, but they should have been unique in the name. Okay. Hi, join the craft room. So Nessie time thinks there's room for the two platforms. It's just that the names need to be differentiated. And that's, and that's where, where my, um, where my reservation lies. Why did you have to call yourselves class era? You could have come up with so many other different things, right? Um, oh, happy belated birthday. Join the craft room. Y'all, my girl, Brittany, she just celebrated a birthday. Okay. She's my craft boo. She made these amazing cups for my parents, right? I went home, and you know, y'all know I went home this weekend. Brittany, when I tell you, my parents have these cups on their nightstands next to the bed, okay? They love these cups. Um, but sorry, I'm getting, uh, I'm digressing. But yeah, um, I've been unique in the name. Yeah, I, th- I think, I think that had Class Sarah chosen just a different name, it's just so close to Coursera for me. And the fact that you're both in the educational space, a, a home is Boston, Justy. The fact that you're, um, you know, both in the educational space, um, for me causes an issue. Oh, thanks for joining the craft room. Justy BK, no, Boston, Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> um, I'm from Beantown, girl. Home of the Patriots, six rings, okay? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, okay, so it seems like, 76 Grim K said, I think these companies do this on purpose. Okay. So let's, let's get a final count here in terms of who wants what. Just T thinks there's room. 76 Grim K thinks Class Sarah should prevail. Zephyrina and me say no. Um, who else? Nessie Time says yes, but they should have changed the name. Um, yeah. So, uh, Okay, so it's kind, it's kind of, it's kind of hit or miss here, right? Um, I think there's definitely room in terms of that they do two different 
sections of education. One is, you know, university education and one is primary education. But just the names for me, someone might think that those two organizations are uh, are affiliated with each other. And that that's that's my opinion, okay? So we will have to wait and see what happens with that. Um, but, you know, and, and of course, we will uh, keep, uh, I'll keep you updated, okay? All right. Um, next story we are talking about. Uh, how many of y'all have ever purchased anything or heard of Alibaba? Um, Alibaba, just so you know, they also own AliExpress. So if you have heard of AliExpress, you've heard of Alibaba. Uh, if you have heard or purchased from Alibaba, please give me an A in the comments. Please give me an A in the comments. Now, we all know that, uh, if, if you don't know, Alibaba is basically an online marketplace where you can source a lot of, um, goods, a lot of your favorite Insta boutiques. Um, you think you may have, okay, thank you for the A's. A lot of your favorite Insta boutiques, um, source their products from Ali, from Alibaba, from AliExpress. Actually, I have the AliExpress app on my phone. And a lot of times, what you can do, like the AliExpress, yes, it is Amazon for the rest of the world. Very good analogy, Just T. Um, but with AliExpress, what or what you can do, um, if you find a product online that you like, right? But let's say you're like, well, this is too expensive, or or you just want to see where they got it. You can literally take a picture of it, upload it to the AliExpress website, and they will come back with a bunch of results of you know whether they have that product or something similar. Okay, Justy said their stuff be trash. Yes, their stuff is trash sometimes, but sometimes it's good. I just bought two two swimsuits from there not too long ago. They weren't bad. All right. But um, Alibaba, they do a lot, right? They got AliExpress. AliExpress is not the only thing they do. They have something called AliCloud. They have something called Alios. I don't know what that does. And they have Alimama, right? Um, a few years ago, they had opposed, um, depends on, yeah, it definitely depends on the vendor. A few years ago, um, okay, let's put a pin in Alibaba. If you know who Muhammad Ali is, give me a boxing glove emoji. If you know who Muhammad Ali is, right? Now, we all know, if you don't know Muhammad Ali, he was an amazing boxer. Um, Unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago, but he lived a very long life. Muhammad Ali still, you know, hello to Cool Pop, still operates. There's still a business under his name called Muhammad Ali Enterprises, right? A few years ago, they tried, thank you, Zephyrina, they tried to trademark the name Ali for products and services. Thank you for the boxing gloves, guys. But um, Alibaba opposed them. Um, um, yeah, but Alibaba opposed them, right? Um, and I don't, I don't think it ever went through just because Alibaba already has so many trademarks with the Ali word, right? But, um, here's the thing, right? We all, what, we know that Muhammad Ali is a boxer. He is in the sports realm. That is what we associate Ali with. Um, well, Alibaba, apparently they're trying to branch out into their services. They're essentially trying to create their own ESPN, um, and they are calling it Ali Sports, and they're trying to trademark the name Ali Sports. Um, and the Muhammad Ali Enterprises, the, the whoever handles Muhammad Ali business um, dealings, they are opposing the trademark to Ali Sports, Okay. Because they think that it will be associated with Muhammad Ali. We know Muhammad Ali as an athlete. Athlete, he's one of the greatest boxers of all time. So, do you think that um, Muhammad Ali Enterprises, are they just defending the Muhammad Ali name? Or are they being spiteful to Alibaba because they tried to oppose their their trademark application for Ali? Is there is it... Is it okay for Alibaba to try and trademark the name Ali Sports? If you heard Ali Sports, would you think of Alibaba or would you think of Muhammad Ali? What do you think? What do you think? Hey, hey, what do you think? Um, Join the craft room says that she thinks they're defending the name. Okay, does anybody else, anybody else joining, join the craft room? Um... What do we think? Uh, 76 Cream Crate said they're defending the Muhammad Ali name. 
Okay. So apparently you guys don't think they're doing too much. Yeah. I think that, I think that there is a credible argument here. Alibaba is not known for sports. Exactly. I would think of Muhammad Ali. When I hear Ali and sports, I think Muhammad Ali, right? I don't think the company that sources majority of these Instagram boutiques, Nessie Times said, defending the name. So, um, so yeah, so Muhammad Ali Enterprises, just he said as they should, they are opposing Alibaba's trademark for Ali Sports. Um, go, go check it out, actually, if, when you have time, just Google Ali Sports. It basically looks like a less pretty ESPN, in my opinion. But they do like, you know, they do world sports and things like that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, we'll have to wait and see if Alibaba can overcome this, but I think the fact that they opposed Muhammad Ali's trademark application for Ali, this might, this might be going back and forth, all right? Um, but, but I, I hope that Muhammad Ali's people win, because yes, Alibaba, they are convenient, they're the Amazon to the world, but they also don't have very good, you know, um, track records in terms of making sure that, the, the, that their products are, you know, not, um, supported by slave labor, you know, sweatshops and things. So I'm going to root for Muhammad Ali. My hair is making me so hot guys. Hold on. Okay. There we go. Whew. Listen, long locks are not for the faint of heart when it's hot outside. Okay. All right. Okay, so uh, good luck to Muhammad Ali, and we'll see what happens with Ali Sports, right? Okay, next, uh, before we move on to our next stories, I want to remind you guys, you're watching NPL Legal, uh, oh, Just T said they should call it Alibaba Sports. Right, why can't you call it Alibaba Sports? See, they need you on their marketing team, Just T. All right. Um, all right, before we move on to our next stories, I want to remind you guys you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast. Hey, girl. <laughs> well, I'm on year, this is year 13 of my locks. Um, but yeah, uh, before we move on, you are watching NPL Legal Dish, my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're in the startup phase of your business and you need some guidance in the legal, you know, path to uh, the, the legitimization path of your business, how to establish it, how to get your paperwork together, get your licensing. I want to help you go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation today. Okay. All right. Moving on. We have a couple of quick ones. Um, if you are a her fan, her H E R Please give me a girl emoji. Just give me the girl emoji, okay? Um, if you don't know who her is, she is a rising R&B star. She's a Grammy winning award, Grammy award winning artist. Um, she makes amazing music. She's like one of my new favorite artists. I was listening to her, uh, Pandora station, um, while I was, um, traveling back. Cause y'all know I, I flew in this morning. I got in, I landed this morning at 7.15 in the morning. Um, and I was listening to her on the way home. Uh, but a while ago, her was sued for copyright infringement, um, for the song. Thank you. Join the craft room. Thank you. Just T. Uh, she was sued for copyright infringement for the song focus because she is dope. Um, the music, not the, not the lyrics, the music, uh, the, the, the instrumental for focus, um, was created by, uh, you know, a, a, a less popular artist. And apparently hers production team found the music and, you know, brought it to her and she made the song. Thank you guys for all of the emojis, right? Um, here's the thing. They brought it to her, but they didn't get permission from the originator of the music. And the, uh, the person who created it, he, he sued her and her production team and her label for copyright infringement, right? Um, and instead of, you know, going through the whole, and, and when you listen to the two clips with Focus and, um, I, I forget the artist's name and the original piece, they're identical. There, there's, there's no question that, you know, this was the inspiration for Focus, right? Um, 
So, so because she doesn't want to go through the whole hoopla, her has decided to settle with this artist. So they're going to pay him out a certain amount of money. They, they haven't disclosed what the amount of money is, right? Um, and a lot of people, because um, I saw this on the Jasmine brands on Instagram, and a lot of people were like, well, why is he suing her? Because she didn't, you know, she, she didn't know her producers brought it to her. And this is where I remind you guys, intellectual property does not care, okay? Her, even though she was not the one who stole the music directly or lifted it, whatever you want to call it, she is still profiting from it. And you cannot profit from something that you do not have the rights to. So her is going to have to come off, uh, come off a little bit of coin. Um, I'm sure it's not going to hurt her pockets that much, but still basically for the rest, Toby, you know, I'm doing something. Basically any money that the song focus makes from here on out. And even the money that it's already made, this artist gets a piece of that. Now think about how, how, um, how big a song focus was. Focus is one of my favorite songs from her, right? It's a really good song. So this artist gets a piece of that song, the royalties. Yes, Toby. Every time, you know, uh, her makes a sale. And so on one side, this is a cautionary tale for us as entrepreneurs, as artists to be careful where we're sourcing our inspirations. And on another end, it is, um, you know, yet more proof that this is why you need to secure your work. This is why you need to have your copyrights. This author, this author of the music, he not only did he have his, his, uh, you know, music on YouTube, but he had his copyright in place. So he's like, I own this music, right? And now he's getting cut a check from her and hers label basically for the rest of his life. Hello, Sybil Bull. I am Sybil Bull. So this is why it's important to have your intellectual property in order so that if somebody comes along and tries to, you know, take your stuff and not pay you, you can say, uh, excuse me, I have my receipt here. Run me my money. Okay. All right. Next quick one. All my Megan fans, all my Megan fans, all my hotties, give me a fire emoji. If you're a hottie fan, if you're not necessarily, look, I'm not a stallion. I'm a, I'm more of like a show pony or, you know, um, or just a regular pony. Uh, but if you're a Megan fan, if you're a hottie, give me, Justy said hers not fighting it because she knows what it exactly. Justy, she knows, she knows it. There's no point. It's a waste of money. Just, just run the man a check, right? Um, all my hotties, report, report to, to report to the, to the, uh, to the comments. Give me a fire emoji. Give me a flame emoji, okay? Um, if you do not know what I mean by hottie, uh, if you have heard of Megan the Stallion, uh, give me a horse emoji, okay? <laughs> 76 Grim K says she's a peacock. Okay, I'll take that. I like peacocks too. Um, but if you guys don't know, Megan the Stallion has been in a legal battle with her original music label for a little over a year. Um, when Megan came out, she was under 1501 Entertainment, which is, um, owned by Carl Crawford, a former, a uh, former, uh, baseball player. Thank you for the horses. Um, and, uh, Megan has been trying to get out of her 1501 contract because she wants to be on rock nation, right? Thank you for the horses. Uh, and, uh, they've been going back and forth. Um, they call Crawford is saying that she owes them money. She's saying that they're trying to hold up her career, all this stuff. And it's been, uh, you know, very contentious. So Megan, I guess she's, she has a song that she's uh, trying to release. It's a remix of a BTS song. BTS is a K-pop group. And she's been trying to release it, but her original label, 1501 Entertainment, they are blocking her from releasing it, or they had been trying to block her from releasing it. Um, there's, you know, they, um, on their end, they're saying that Megan owes them money, um, you know, and there are things that haven't been paid. Megan is, Megan is saying that, look, I signed this when I was 20. I didn't know what I was doing. What that, 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 that. So, uh, Megan, um, went to court to 
get a, get an order to keep 1501 Entertainment from stopping her releasing her music, okay? Now, uh, and, and she got it. So Megan is going to be able to release this song. Why are we talking about this? Because I'm talking about this because when, when Megan was originally complaining about her label, I tell you guys all the time, you need to read your contracts, okay? Um, the only way age can automatically get you out of a contract is if you signed it when you were under 18, right? Megan was 20 years old when she signed her contract. So she basically has to prove that, you know, something was awry with the contract, right? Because she was an adult. Her mother was there with her. Her mother read the contract over. She felt like, you know, it was okay, so they signed it. But Megan, because she wants to be on Rock Nation now, she's trying to get out of her 1501 contract. So this is causing a lot of friction between them. Just, he said, reading is fundamental. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. People, like, I, it, it, my heart does go out to young people when they're caught up in these bad contracts, but if you sign the contract when you are 18 or or older, basically, you can be held to it, unless it's like a ridiculous contract, because at 18, legally, you are an adult, you are allowed to enter into a contract, like, it's, it is what it is, right, so while I want the best for Megan, while I want the best for Megan, from my legal stance, I can't look past the fact that you were a legal adult when you signed this contract. You had someone beside you who was advising you, and now you want out because you just want to go somewhere else, right? But um, in terms of releasing music, Megan has gotten her okay from the court to release uh, this song that's going to be coming out called BTS or whatever, but, um, you know, good luck to her, but this is just a cautionary tale, read your contracts, comprehend, thank you, Justy, comprehend, okay, all right, okay, we have one, two more, two, three more stories, and then we're going to go into Q&A, all right, um, next story, uh, this is a quick update. But uh, I don't know if you guys remember a few weeks ago we talked about Ford versus GM, right? So GM, they are a car company. They have a uh, um, they have a um, a program or not a program. They have a function called Super Cruise, right? For their cars, it's it's how they ride, and they've had it for a while. They've got a trademark for the phrase Super Cruise. Um, recently Ford came out with their own, uh, their own cruising system called Blue Cruise and GM sued Ford and said, you're trying to ride our coattails. We already, we already have, you know, the lock on cruise. So they sued Ford for trademark infringement. And now Ford is countersuing GM and they are trying to get GM's trademark canceled. They're saying that GM should have never been given the trademark in the first place because essentially cruise, it's a generic term in the car industry. So I just wanted to bring this to you guys. What do you think about this? Should GM have been given the super cruise, um, trademark in the first place? Is Ford just being petty or do they have a credible argument here? Think about cruise. Like, do, when you think of Cruise, do, do you associate it specifically with GM? What do you think about, about this cancellation or this attempt to cancel GM's Super Cruise trademark? What do you guys think about that? Um, 76 Grim K said, I think Cruise is a generic term. I think it is too, and then they put Super in front of it, but it's like... In terms of, remember when we talk about trademarks, you have five different levels of trademark strength, and I feel like Super Cruise is kind of on the lower rung of that, because it's not a unique word, it's not, uh, you know, it's, I don't, it's just, to me, I just don't think it's that strong. Uh, Zephyrina also thinks it's generic, okay? So we've got two people who think it's generic, right? So we'll have to see what happens between Ford and GM and see if Ford gets GM's uh, 
trademark canceled. All right. Okay, so we've gotten through the short one. No, we've got one more short one. And our last little short one, and then we're going to go into a longer one. Um, all my, uh, if, if you have ever tried, uh, Justy said Ford has no, oh, Justy, you said, you say Ford has no leg to stand on. Why do you, why do you believe that, Justy? Why do you feel like Ford has no leg to stand on? Ford is the one who is trying to get the trademark canceled. So why do you think Ford has no leg to stand on? Why? Why do you think T? Hey. <laughs> why do you think Ford has no leg to stand on? Um, hey, Miss Whitney. And while Miss T, while while Just T gives us her opinion on Ford, I want just want to. Uh, okay, you're bad. You were confused. Okay. Okay, it's okay. Listen, no need to apologize. No need to apologize, okay? All right. So you think GM doesn't have a leg to stand on? I, 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 I just want to be clear. Like, I just want to clarify so, so I know what you were trying to say. Hey, uh, my boo, Miss Whitney, just popped in. Go check out her clothing line, K. Russo Apparel. Go check out her nonprofit, K. Russo Cares, okay? Um... Yeah, so while Just T clarifies her statement, I want to give you another little tidbit. Um, if you have, okay, you think so? Okay, cool. All right, well, we'll wait and see what happens between Ford and GM. All right, all my uh, alternative protein people, if you have ever tried Beyond Meat, if you have ever tried Beyond Meat products, please give me a steak emoji. If you have ever tried Beyond Meat products, please give me a steak emoji. If you don't know, Beyond Meat is a plant-based meat alternative company. Like, they make burgers that are supposed to taste like real burgers, but they're made out of plants. I don't think they taste like real meat, but that's just me. I'm a carnivore to my soul. Thank you, Justine. Thank you, 76 Grimke. Thank you, Miss Whitney. Um, if you have tried Beyond Beyond Meat, what do you guys think of it? Do you think it's good, bad, okay? What do you guys think of Beyond Meat? All right, and while you do that, I want to let you know that the Beyond Meat company, they are branching out. They're not just going to be doing meat alternatives anymore. They have filed a trademark application for Beyond Milk. So they are branching out into plant-based uh, plant-based milk alternatives, okay? Miss Whitney said it's okay. All right, that's the thing. I feel like, okay, Just T said it's good. Whenever I try meat alternatives, it's always like, I feel like it's the ghost of the meat it's supposed to be. <laughs> Uh, 76 group gay is not saying anything. She zipped her, she gave me the zipped mouth emoji. Okay. All right. Well, if you like Beyond Meat, you might like their plant-based dairy alternative. So just look out for Beyond Milk in your local, um, grocery store coming soon. Okay. All right. And, uh, all right. Before we move into our last question, our last story, and then move into Q&A, I want to remind you guys who are watching NPL Legal Disc. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if you are in the startup phase of your business and you need a lawyer, you know, to just to pick their brain and be like, where do I go? Because there's a lot of different pieces that you have to put together. I help you put those pieces together into a beautiful, into a beautiful mosaic, all right? So go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm and book your session with me today, all right? Okay, last story of the evening before we go into Q&A. All my fashion people, if you are into fashion, or even if you're not into fashion, if you have heard of Alexander Wang, give me, um, give me a W. If you have heard of Alexander Wang, Please give me a W. Um, Alexander Wang is a famous designer. Um, they make bags, they make clothes, all sorts of things, right? Thank you for the W. Uh, Alexander Wang 
has been in a little bit of hot water the last few months. Thank you, Smith Legal Solutions. Uh, Alexander Wang was recently under fire because they had basically brushed off some sexual misconduct allegations in their company. Um, and following this, turns out Alexander Wang might be a thief. Okay. Um, hey, King Tax Services. Uh, uh, okay. So, uh, there is a company called Jangle Vision, right? It is, um, managed by a woman who, her first name is Jeroma. Um, a couple of years ago, in 2018, Jeroma submitted, um, her portfolio to Alexander Wang as part of an application process. I guess maybe she was trying to do a collaboration with Alexander Wang or maybe even, you know, come under the company. So she was like, hey, y'all, here's what I do. Here's some of, here's some of my stuff. Take a look at it, right? Um, so she, and part of her portfolio was something that was called the Jangle Vision Twins, which is described as, um, two, two people with life angular bodies in skin tight, full body suits. Um, and there's only openings for like the mouth and the face. So think about, you know, when you see people in those like black BDSM whole body suits, and you can't even barely see their face. It's like that, but they were like colorful bodysuits, right? So Daroma, De- she shows this to Ale- the Alexander Wang people in 2018. So after this, she didn't hear anything for a while. So she's like, okay, I guess, you know, we ain't working together, whatever, whatever. But then in 2020, Alexander Wang pops out with this marketing campaign that looks suspiciously close to Jangle Vision, to the Jangle Vision twins that Daroma had, uh, had, uh, shown to the Alexander Wang people. Now, in fashion, it is very, very hard to protect your designs unless you basically create a fabric or something like that, right? But it's not impossible. Daroma had a copyright for the drawing of her Jangle, Jangle Vision Twins. Remember, when you have a copyright, you can protect art, right? So if you draw something, you can get a copyright for your drawing. She got a copyright for the Jangle Vision Twins. And she also had a copyright for a video that she made with two people who were, you know, the Jangle Vision Twins. However, she did not have a copyright for... Uh, you know, the print ads and, uh, Alexander Wang, I guess they tried to get around it and they basically stole her idea and posted some photos that were eerily similar to her Jangle Vision twins. Now, these photos have since been deleted from the Alexander Wang website, their, their social media, everything. You can't find them on Alexander Wang, but Jerome said, I ain't forget Alexander Wang run me my money. She is suing Alexander Wang for $6 million um, for damages, and she's also suing for $75 million in profits because uh, she's saying that Alexander Wang, they sold a bunch of merchandise, and Alexander Wang is not cheap. Mama wants her money. She said, you stole my idea. Give me my money. Um, Now, she may run into a little bit of trouble because, again, she had a copyright for the drawing and a video, not necessarily for a print ad, right? And again, the um, while the idea is unique, there there wasn't necessarily a, a, a fabric that was developed. Okay, so um, Smith Legal Solutions, I would love for you for you to chime in on this. What do you think about this lawsuit bet- um, against Alexander Wang and the Jangle Vision Twins? She, she, um, the, the, um, the originator of the idea, she's got copyrights, but not necessarily for the way that Alexander Wang moved it, um, used it. And I want to know from you guys as well, do you think Alexander Wang should have to fork over any money to Daroma for the Jangle Vision twins? What do you think about that? It's very obvious that they were at the very least inspired by it, but do they owe her a check? Do they owe her any money? Should they have to cut Daroma a check? <clears throat> That's what I want to know from you guys. Y'all, I am sweating. Whew. What y'all think? 
Um, 76 Grim K said, I'm team originator. Give her her coins. Okay. So 76 Grim K thinks that she should get paid. Smith Legal Solutions said, I think she's going to get some coins. I think so too, because especially in this age, stealing from creators, that is a bad look as a brand. Okay. And people really want, people are looking for brands that they can believe in, that they can be proud of. Like, you know, we're in the age of Look, you do not want people protesting you on Twitter and, and, and social media. That's bad marketing. In this day and age, all publicity is not good publicity. Okay? Um, so yeah, I, I think that she's, she's entitled to something, especially since she had submitted all of these things to Alexander Wang in an attempt to work with them. Why couldn't you have worked with her to bring this marketing vision to life? Right? Um, but, you know, good luck to Daroma. I hope she gets something. Okay? Um, so those were the stories that I had for you this evening. Um, you know, I wanted to give you a robust show. I know, I know, you know, I haven't really been checked in. I was home, you know, getting fully recharged by my loved ones, but we back. So now I want to take the rest of the show. We're going to have about nine minutes of Q and A. Okay. So if you have any questions about the stories that we covered tonight or about any biz formation issues, now is the time to ask. If you're trying to remember the stories, we talked about Coursera versus Classera. We talked about Alibaba versus Muhammad Ali. We talked about Alexander Wang versus the Jangle Vision twins. We talked about Ford versus GM and Super Cruise. And we talked about Beyond Milk um, going branching into um, plant-based uh Beyond Meat going into plant-based milk and trademarking Beyond Milk. We also talked about her settling with a musician who uh, says that she stole his music for the song Focus. And we talked about Megan the Stallion, um, you know, going against her original label because they don't want her to release music. And she basically had to go to court to get an injunction from, to, to get permission from the judge to release her music. All right. So if you have questions about those, now's the time to ask if you have questions on business formation, like what type of business entity do I need? Um, you know, what's an EIN number, Dunn's numbers, contracts, brand protection strategies. We got Smith legal solutions here. She is a trademark attorney. Okay. And my homegirl is going to be on stage at accelerate 180. So, you know, get the time, you know, she's here now. Um, take advantage. Uh, Brand protection strategies. If you have questions on hiring and training strategies, now is your time to ask. I want to give you guys a chance. You know, we haven't really been in touch. I want to make sure that if you've had any burning questions, you've got uh, you've got time to 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 ask it. Seventy six Grimkay said, "Can the songwriter for Focus put his put out his own version of the song?" Well, he didn't write the song. He hey good hair good body. He wrote the music. He wrote the instrumentals, or he created the instrumentals. So it's not the lyrics, it's the instrumentals that we're talking about, right? Um, and, and it was already out. He had a YouTube video out, and that's how they found him in the first place, okay? Um, so, and, and at this point, he doesn't even need to put it out, because, because he's getting a settlement from her, and po- probably her label and everything like that, this man's gonna get a check every time they get a check. They gotta cut... Um, remember Ariana Grande's song, was it Seven Rings or whatever? No, uh, uh, Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines. Robin Thicke, Pharrell, and all them, they had to pay a nice chunk of change to the Marvin Gaye family, um, because they didn't get permission. And on top of that, any money that that song makes in the future, they still have to turn over to the family. Hey! All right. Um, so... Okay, so I'm glad you understand. I'm glad you got that 76 Grimke. Again, I want to say thank you, 76 Grimke. Y'all, 76 Grimke, she was keeping your girl in line while I was offline sending me stories. She was like, so when you ready, this is what we're talking about. Okay. Hey, Kels Butter. Um, any other questions on business formation, business entities, LLCs, corporations, contracts, EIN numbers, Dunn's numbers? Brand protection, uh, you know, trademarks, copyrights, patents, hiring and training strategies. This is the time to ask, okay? We've got, I'm, I'm here till nine, so you've got six more minutes. Um, but if you guys are good, I'm good and we, and we can end it here, okay? So let me know what y'all want to do. 
Um, while you guys get your questions in, I want to remind you, um, we'll be back. I will be back here tomorrow. I promise you, you know, I'm back home. Um, so join me here tomorrow at 8 PM. Okay. Uh, Smith legal solutions said, which biz structure do you recommend for new business owners and why? Okay. Smith legal solutions for me, it depends on what the business is. So some businesses, if you're going to do a brick and mortar and things like that, um, a corporation might be better if, but if you're doing, you know, simple online e-commerce and LLC might be enough for you. But again, when you have your LLC, that's not just enough. You still need to go to your accountant to ask, to tell them, okay, this is how I want to be taxed by the government. All right. So when you're choosing your business structure, you really should talk to an accountant to figure out for your type of business, which structure would be best for you. Cause I've had clients where I advise them for an LLC, but their accountant says, you know what, for this type of business, um, a corp, a corporation setup might be better. All right. Thank you, Smith Legal Solutions. Okay. Any other questions, guys? We've got four more minutes. If, um, yes, join me here tomorrow at 8 PM. Send me any stories that you have that you want me to talk about. Um, uh, we are going to start our new topic next. Uh, do I assist clients in all 50 states? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I do assist clients in all 50 states. Yes, that is a great, that's a great question. Services, great, great. Smith Legal Solutions. She's an attorney, right? She knows her stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, we're gonna, you know, uh, ramp it down and we'll be back tomorrow with more stories. Uh, I will be, you know, I'm back. I'm fully charged up. It was really nice being home with my family. I hadn't been home since 2019. So it was very, it was a very necessary decompression time. My mama fed me so good y'all. And I brought back so many, uh, so many leftovers. I'm not eating out for a week. Um, Kel's Butter said, how do you start a small online business? Uh, well, the first thing you do is you go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and you download the biz launch cheat sheet because that's going to give you the steps to getting your small business started in seven days or less. Okay. And then if you need more help, you go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and you book a 15 minute consultation with me. Okay. Uh, because there are several steps that go into it. It's not just a one button thing. Okay. Um, Yes. All right. So if we don't have any more questions, we got three more minutes. So, you know, make good use of it. Thank you, Smith Legal Solutions. If we don't have any more questions, we will, uh, you know, call it, call it a night and we'll be back here at 8 PM tomorrow. Um, which I want, what we're going to do, what we're going to do. Eight, eight, eight. All right. Okay. So I think we are good. Um, have a wonderful night, guys. Guys, take care of yourselves. Look, uh, I don't want to go back into quarantine. Please wash your hands, wear your mask, and if you don't want to get vaccinated, at least wear a mask, okay? All of you people, if you are ants, if you don't want to get the vaccine, that is your right. But please at least wear a mask, all right? And stop trying to, like, trying to get around. I know y'all are buying fake vaccine cards. I heard about it, okay? Um, oh, thank you, Smith Legal Solutions. I can't, I can't wait to, um, hopefully you'll, um, you'll put clips of you at Accelerate 180. I can't, I want to see you on stage. All right? So we're going to end here. Have a good night, guys. Um, take care of yourselves. Bye. Finish.